Welcome back, my spooky friends. This is Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. I'm your host, Chappie, and let's get to it. All right, welcome back. Um, today, I have a special guest with me, uh, my sister, Rachel. Um, she has had kind of an awakening lately on some things, and I thought it would be really cool to kind of like go through that because it kind of goes along with the paranormal and stuff like that so hi i'm rachel and this is gonna be very awkward <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like my journey into like we've always known that there's this other side of things um hovering around our family all the time but we couldn't like clearly define it or know what it is yeah i've talked about that on previous episodes yeah so what kind of started me figuring out what it is and not being scared of it is um it started with doing reiki i don't know if i say that right i always say reiki but i think it's reiki reiki yeah um, i never know how to say it either i know my friend always thought, like laughs at me when i talk about it um so it's just energy work like that was it was really cool it wasn't spooky you know it was i'm stressed out to the max i need a release and i went and um it was crazy because i know i'm connected to the other side because as like things and issues were popping up in the reiki session the person doing them was verbalizing what i was concentrating on and thinking of like she was getting those messages so i knew there was something to it so what does a reiki session like look like um you just go for me and the person that i would recommend starting with because she's just so open and stuff um you're just going to her house it's very open inviting it's bright and happy energy in there it's very sunny and you'll go and like you'll just talk about what your intention is everything with this stuff is about intentions and what problems you're looking to solve or get answers to or energy release mm -hmm. so you set that and you'll tell the person and then they'll you know if they're they're taught how to do this so mm -hmm. with that information they can do what you need yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you're just like laying on a table. It's almost just like meditation. You have calm music. It feels you're laying on a massage table. It feels like you're gonna get a massage, but there's no massage. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you can feel just yourself relax in the energy. And sometimes you cry, sometimes you laugh. Like it brings out these emotions, which is just a release. That's all it is. Yeah. And didn't you say there was something to do with like breath work and stuff like that? Yeah, breath work has to do with um, when you're getting into like, um, well, anybody needs to do breath work. It's what your body needs. Yeah. So breath work, though, can lead you down a lot of different paths. Gotcha. It, it is a way to use your body to work for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think breath work would be a whole other class. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That, like that. It just feels like even trying to explain it is such a small portion of what it is and what it does mm -hmm. even if it's like right that's definitely something i gotta research more on right and learn more about it's not fun breathwork sucks <laughs> <laughs> all right so tell me a little bit about um what came about after the reiki or so, through the reiki um i felt really good and energized and um 
then some personal stuff came up that was really oppressive Mm -hmm. and I didn't go back like because I didn't want people to know what my problems were and I knew I was so connected that that person would know Mm -hmm. and I know her personally so I hid and I hid from my friends and family and everybody Mm -hmm. for a long like until this past week yeah (laughs) and um like it's like acknowledging that and stuff has been huge i just had a burden lifted this week Mm -hmm. and um that it was going back to ricky like there was other things in between that but the ending like the final like this is like i'm done with that Mm -hmm. i don't have to pick it up again um with with another reiki session yeah but we ended up not doing traditional reiki we did breath work and access the akashic records which we'll talk about more in a minute okay (laughs) um that sounds really good really cool um so trying to think like we've always been connected to stuff and like we've never known like how it all like fits together or works really did you get any insight on how stuff like works together like that yeah i do like well first let's talk about how um getting that information like Mm -hmm. you have to be open to that first of all to get that information everybody has access to this information everybody has access to universal knowledge like the origin of everything um but there's rules and all kind of stuff to Mm -hmm. that so that's why you're just not having everybody walking around enlightened and knowing the secrets of the universe right right layers to it (laughs) um but the information is there um but so last sunday Mm -hmm. um you had asked if um i wanted to do tarot cards with you Mm -hmm. you had kind of started and i was like yeah and that was the catalyst that kind of opened things up like it wasn't scary to me mm-hmm. and it was almost like i doubt my things that happen um i doubt my abilities or whatever mm-hmm. but that was almost like a confirmation so i was like let's see what that is so just us doing the tarot um that day like things make sense M- messages like words they Oh, yeah. Like whenever you pulled, um, I think you pulled like for my love life or whatever. Yeah. Um, And it was exactly like what I need to work through and everything. (laughs) And I was like, hey, this is pretty accurate. So I've I've always been pretty impressed by the tarot, like seeing how accurate the reading is. Yeah. But one thing you have to understand, too, is with tarot or anything, psychic abilities, energy work, it can all change Mm -hmm. like what we know this minute could be different the next minute because there is free will and choice and the cards can guide and talk to you and clear things up for you but they're not meant to be like your way to function through life or like your crutch right yeah yeah so um Definitely. It's always up for interpretation. Mm -hmm. But when we did yours, it was like some things that I know you have mentioned to me Mm -hmm. that like you are down on yourself about like came up like letting it go and yeah, getting past it. So yeah, exactly. 
Um, one thing I think is cool about the tarot itself is along the lines of like spooky or like paranormal, like it's so crazy because it's like your deck has a personality or is like alive a little bit. And like, sometimes I would try and like reshuffle because I didn't like what it was telling the person and I wanted to keep it love and light and positive. (laughs) And the same like three cards would show up that I was trying to get rid of, you know, like, (laughs) uh, oh, I drew the tower for you. (laughs) Let me reshuffle. Oh, the tower is back. Okay. So I meant to tell you this. (laughs) You're going to go through it pretty soon. (laughs) Yeah. So I think as people who can interpret the tarot and get a relationship with them. Anybody has, like I said, anybody can do this. Mm -hmm. I never touched the tarot because one religious stuff kept me from. Oh yeah. Thinking it's okay. Raised in Christianity. Like I told you guys before, like you do not mess with tarot cards or anything of the occult or anything non religious. (laughs) Yeah. But until you can put religion in its proper paradigm, it's always going to be an issue for people brought up in that, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that religion thing's a whole other yeah. podcast. Like it, it's, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I got so much clarity and was able to release so many of those religious chains mm-hmm. in my last Reiki session. Like finally it was so freeing and like, it was crazy last night when I was trying to meditate you know, there's so many things that I'm doing that has a relation. You can see the correlation in religion. It's mm-hmm. parallel. It's opposite or it's, you know, equal, you know, yeah. counterpart. Right. And one thing I learned was, um, you know, in the religion, they talk about the still small voice. Mm-hmm. That is my own voice. Like, I never thought that I had that still small voice. And mm-hmm. I'm learning, like, that's me. Like, yeah, it's already there. You already have all the tools you need to figure all this stuff out. Right. It's if you can wake up and acknowledge it and accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But with the tarot, when you're talking about um, the cards will keep coming up. Yes, they will keep coming up. Like if you have been given the insight to mm-hmm. be able to read cards for people and interpret them, your only job is to give the information. Yeah. Not sugarcoat it no. like I was trying to do. <laughs> because you've been given something from the other side because they can't give it to that person. That right. person can't receive it. Like you're the conduit. Like not everybody knows how to tap into that other side. So they need a conduit to interpret and stuff. And that would be like you trying to change the tarot, like reshuffle and change. Mm-hmm. is almost like you trying to change fate. You're right. not allowed to do that. Right. And you're definitely not allowed <laughs> to do that for other people. <laughs> right. Um, like I know I drew for like my best friend. I would want, if anybody, I would want to give him a positive reading. And all of a sudden there was like uh negativity. <laughs> uh all the cards were negative and everything. So it was like I was like, man, I mean I can reshuffle if you want me to. And he goes, no, it's personal stuff, but that was pretty spot on. So, like, even, like, when it's negative, you have to deliver it. Right. Because, like... Even if you're not meant to interpret what it means for them... Exactly. They probably know what it means. Exactly. It's a message to them. And you have to respect the fact that you're able to give those messages and do it the right way. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, why I think it 
um, people may be scared of tarot because people are like, oh, tarot, and they just pick it up and they haven't, they don't know the magnitude and power that they're messing with. So yes, mm -hmm. there is that um, factor of being respectful for what you're messing with. It's not just a game. Like it is real universal knowledge, like yeah. coming to you and, and stuff. So, well, I'm going to take a short break and then we can get right back into it after this. Okay. All right, welcome back. Uh, I think before the break, we were talking about tarot cards and kind of like the seriousness of them or like their personality. Do you have any more to say on that? Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so, you know, I read your cards on um, Sunday and Sunday evening, some pretty cool stuff happened. Like I was totally, I felt like bright and sunshine, like just light energy was radiating out of me is what it felt like it's just it was a really cool evening and some stuff happened like meeting some people which was cool and kind of confirmation that like i'm on the right path like i met an empath that was like oh my gosh your energy you've got to come talk to us which mm -hmm. was really cool um you said your aura was like orange or something yeah he was like it was radiating and yeah stuff. and i felt that like because i felt good like what you know you can relate that feeling to like getting a new haircut and a new outfit and mm -hmm. feeling good about yourself. That's how I was feeling. Yeah. So, um, if you think about it, like I'm feeling that way and I'm radiating and someone can recognize it, but other people don't. Mm -hmm. So like if you're not into this stuff, but you're having a day like that, you will, you will notice like someone's like, Hey, you look different today. You look good. You look happy, mm -hmm. you know, and it's energy that you're putting out there, whether you acknowledge that's what it is or not. It's energy. That's what I definitely believe is. in energy. Yeah. So, um, I just kind of wanted to get a tarot deck for myself mm -hmm. and I started researching like how you should do that and stuff. And there's a lot of like, you shouldn't buy your own deck or, um, you know, you should like rituals and stuff and you shouldn't buy it online. You should buy it in person. And I say you do what you felt led to do. Yeah, I like, bought mine on Amazon. <laughs> you know, I, I know some pretty in tune people that bought theirs on Amazon. But yeah. for me, I got the message I needed to do it in person. Mm -hmm. Like I just couldn't pick a deck online. Like I was like, I need to go. So me and I called up a friend who is also on a, a path of new enlightenment like mm -hmm. just amazed at all the stuff she's learning and she didn't have any background in anything paranormal yeah whatsoever she just always knew there was something more right and she doesn't have a religious background either so it's really interesting that we've come to the same place you know mm -hmm. and we went to books a million and we sat down for like two hours and laughed and like giggled and just enjoyed our time amongst the tarot cards yeah. Just sitting there surrounded by all of them. I have a thing with threes right now. Like it, it almost OCD. Yeah. Everything. And I knew I was supposed to take three decks home. Yeah. And is it like a synchronicity kind of thing or is it? I don't know. It's just recently I've just noticed three. Like it's not everything done in three, mm -hmm. but it's anything paranormal. I'm doing it in threes. And yeah. Three is showing up everywhere. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, at first there was a deck that I saw that I had been seeing online mm -hmm. and I honestly didn't think that deck was for me too, because it has a picture of like 
a black high priestess on the front and I'm like, I'm not mm -hmm. black, <laughs> right. you know? And I don't know. I, I just was kind of one of those things like maybe this doesn't, it's not for me, but it keeps coming up. And then my friend came around the corner with that deck in her hand and said, this is your deck. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we're going home. Is and that I'm, your serious deck or your? That is my serious deck. That's yeah. my antagonist deck. That is my, I call it an antagonist deck because um, it, I'll just go ahead and talk about it. Like it has, it doesn't have reverse meetings and there are readings I've done. I need the reverse meaning. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's teaching me to go look it up, go find it. It's, it's a teaching deck for sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, the other deck I picked up was an empath deck and I, have a friend that keeps popping up she's popping up everywhere mm -hmm. and she's also on the new path of enlightenment and i feel like i'm supposed to give her something and i don't know what it is and i keep picking the wrong things to give her right that deck was not hers either mm -hmm. i kept trying to put it off on her and it it's mine and how i know it was mine um uh, my friend the first friend that we went shopping together um she called me up and she's like, did you get an Oracle deck? I was like, no, I didn't. And she's like, I think you need an Oracle deck. Like this is just speaking to me. And I look over and sure enough, the empath deck that I thought was for someone else is for me. Like it's an Oracle deck. And yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have my gypsy deck, which is my fun free. Like, I just want to do this one all the time because it's the fortune telling one. Like who wants to go back and deal with their past and deal with the present? We want to know the fun stuff in the future. Right. You know? Yeah. So, but they definitely, it sounds weird, but they speak to me. It's not audible, mm -hmm. verbal, but it's a knowing. Yeah. Like intuition kind of. Yeah. So fun thing with my gypsy deck. Um, you know, it was so bright and sunny yesterday. I just got the impression, like, my cards because i've read like charging your cards in the sun and stuff is like really good it's like taking care of them mm -hmm. i just got this impression of like a little kid wanting to go with her dad i remember me like being so excited and wanting to go everywhere my dad went yeah Even if it was to the dump i wanted to go with him. <laughs> and that's the impression i got from my gypsy deck yeah because you know we want to go play right so it's in a booklet thing so it's like a box set mm -hmm. so when you open it on one side is where the cards sit and it sits perfectly and tightly and then on the other side is the book that interprets like with all the yeah things and stuff so when i opened the book to say i was like okay you know we'll go um the first card in my gypsy deck is a sun card which it keeps popping up everywhere like every day and when I open the book, I normally put it sun side down mm -hmm. and it's just a plain orange. When I opened the, it had flipped out of its pocket and it was sun side up. Like, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's play. Yeah. So it went in the car with me all day. It went to my Reiki session to get energized. The, my Reiki person was like, are we going to use your deck today? I was like, no, they're just here to observe, get energy. And I'm saying that and my logical self is like, that sounds so crazy, but it <laughs> made perfect sense and felt right. Yeah. That's really cool. Like, uh, let's see, like, do you have any like paranormal stories that you've experienced so far? Yeah. So, um, I got this book 
um, about learning your the tarot and ancestors about learning your ancestral background through the tarot mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a workbook kind of thing and that is what i'm supposed to use with my serious deck mm -hmm. is that um you know that workbook all right so you were saying you were working through your ancestral book yeah so um working through that book I'm starting to like learn um, stuff, but it's work, you know, like you're, you're learning, you're concentrating and um, it, it's hard to, it's not as fun as the, it's not hard. It's just not as fun as the gypsy deck, you know, oh, it's not course. as fun as asking yes or no questions and getting valid yes or no questions. It's yeah. not that fun. So I kind of like put it away. I, I put it off you know i put it in the drawer and i kept getting the message that i needed to be working on that book like the night before mm -hmm. and i did it like i'm tired i don't want to pull it out like i don't want to do this i'm i ignored it yeah. you know the next day i always pour pour pull cards in the morning and i'll do it with my different decks mm -hmm. and i learned like my serious my witch deck that goes with the ancestral book mm -hmm. Like they just paired up together. <laughs> right. Um, like that one, I went to pull my daily cards for that one and they were all bad. Like uh -huh. the devil, like all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't accept that. Not, right. That is not like, that's a, like the cards came out like the apocalypse. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And the message I got from that was this is not our fun. Like, this is not what you use on a daily basis to play you're not there yet yeah like it's like i needed to respect the deck the deck mm -hmm. felt like an older woman and that doesn't want the little girl yapping and jumping right and right playing. like this is not what that deck is for so that was like interesting that like i'm like this deck is mine but it's for work with, it's for work exactly yeah. or you're gonna get the apocalypse <laughs> right like stop playing with me but little it girl so, it was so exaggerated that yeah. was like oh come on yeah you know and then the tower the devil it was it was literally the tower and then the devil <laughs> and then um so like that, again that deck is really serious i ignored it like i didn't want to mess with it I pulled my cards for that day, um, and I still wasn't, this is the second day I had the card, so I'm, like, energetic, like, mm -hmm. full-on, like, let's just play, you know, like a kid with a yeah. new thing that they like. Right. And I would kept ignoring the work to it, and um, I, so when I went to pull the cards out initially, um, and I basically, um, at I ignored what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So when I opened the drawer, like I heard it sounded like something fell on my dresser mm -hmm. and I didn't see anything later. There's something that happened in between that I'll talk about in a second. But later when I went to go do the work and pull that card out, I heard the exact same sound. What it was, that sound was not something falling on my dresser. It was the sound of the cards hitting the side of the box mm -hmm. in their box. Like, yeah, like it was like, excuse me. Right. And then it w when I did get him, it was like, uh, mm -hmm, I told you so. Yeah. I had to go get them for a specific reason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm playing 
And all of this stuff has to do, you know, like intention and Mm -hmm. stuff. And what I'm learning is having these gifts and abilities is not for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's for others. Your purpose is to enlighten others and raise their vibrations, not raise your own. Like your own get naturally raised Mm -hmm. if you're doing your pathway and your work. It's not meant for you to seek out power, validation and stuff. Well, you can get validation, but it's the ego. Yeah. The ego thing. So I was sitting there and I had my gypsy cards and I was asking them questions, yes and no questions. Mm -hmm. And I was getting like answers. Like it was fun. Yeah. In the beginning, like the first time I did the yes and no and it worked, like I um, asked like, can I ask yes and no questions to the end of the deck? Because I had already asked my questions that I initially, it was working. So I wanted to keep going. And it said no. And literally, I asked the question, um, can I ask any more questions? And it said no. Like, basically, you're done. Like, yeah. That was the card I got. Yeah. And so it was a no card, but it also the meaning of the card was, like, ending. Yeah. So, and it ended three cards from the end of the deck. Yeah. It stopped. Like, so that confirm like my answer of no i can't ask questions all the way to the internet. right you know like yeah. little things like that so then i got so i've had a lot of my friends and people you know you'll have people tell you things about yourself and mm-hmm. sometimes it's comforting because we don't see ourselves that way mm-hmm. but for me it started boosting my ego right like i'm like oh i'm powerful like oh you know yeah and that's not okay mm-hmm. so what happened when i started asking am i powerful do i have abilities when i set those intentions and mm-hmm. shuffled the cards the first card i got was something's wrong in your house you need this much yeah and i ignored it like i just got my sage and smudged like right where i was at right and the card literally said smudge your whole house open the windows it's right card did, basically yeah. and I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And as I'm pulling more cards, so I've been working with my ancestors and stuff. And so when I pulled a card and said, am I working with my ancestors? It was like, no. And so I'm like, am I working with spirit? Like my spirit guide? Mm-hmm. And it was like, no. And then I got the like, stop now yeah. is what I got. Yeah. And um, I stopped. Mm-hmm. I saged the whole house open windows, burned the blessing candles, like did the whole nine yards and everything was fine. And I didn't feel like that. It was a lower vibration, Mm -hmm. but it was that base. If you think about it, that um, ego centric base, lower vibration doesn't have your best interest. Mm -hmm. Like let's create chaos and destruction. Did it mess anything up in your house? No, nothing like that. It was just, Oh, yeah, I forgot. So when I burned sage the first time, the lazy way, <laughs> my um, ceramic bowl that I burned the sage in broke in half and half of it fell on the floor, along with a whole bundle of sage that I had to put out before it started the carpet <laughs> fire. Yes, so yeah, that did happen. Yeah. But that was like the chaos destruction. Right. You know, like it was just not the vibration I'm supposed to commune with and talk to. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, so the message comes full circle because later on when I did pull out the deck to do the work mm-hmm. and I pulled out my book, the very next chapter 
was on finding your protective spirit guide, like ancestor guide that's supposed to help you in whatever journey you're currently in. Mm -hmm. So basically the message I got and it was like, okay, you know, I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Um, was I should have, had I done that yesterday when I was first told to do it, mm-hmm. I would not have had that interaction so soon with the lower vibration. Like I would have yeah. been more prepared to recognize it quicker, mm-hmm. acknowledge that first card quicker and not have that interaction. That, it it scared me, but not scared me on a... I was like, about to I'm ask. Not, it scared me on a respectful, I went too far away, but yeah. not on a, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Way. Right. Like it wasn't a, oh my goodness, I've done something really bad and messed up my life. You know, it was yeah. not like that. <laughs> but it was like a warning, like a, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Settle down, little one. Yeah. So <laughs> piggybacking off of that, you said uh, when we were talking earlier about there's certain protections and stuff that you can put into place mm-hmm. whenever you go into this. Is mm-hmm. that... Tell me about that. Is that just like prayer or is that like, what does that look like? So it doesn't have, like some people have like stuff that have been sayings and phrases that have been passed down. Mm -hmm. But I feel like everybody has the power to bless and do things themselves because once you really get into these things, you realize it's all in you. How many times have you told you already have the tools? You Mm -hmm. already know because it's all you. Right. Like even when you're calling, you're part of this, when you're calling on God, like what religion doesn't know and acknowledge for a lot of reasons is everybody's praying to the same God. Mm-hmm. It's the same God. Religion is there for a whole other purpose. Yeah. And again, that's another whole other topic. But <laughs> when you, so when you ask that, yeah, like you can sit there and I can just sit here and say like, please. God, Mm -hmm. literally one of the um, breath work things that I was going to talk about with you, um, the prayer we say at the beginning is let God's love and light surround me, protect me for my life. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's so simple. And like you're saying God, but it's what it means to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So So you don't have to do anything special. It can be as simple as God, please protect me. I'm scared. Yeah. It's the same source. So it's like the same thing. if I say, dear God, uh, protect me. And I'm thinking of the all powerful being of the universe. And you say, hey, spirit or hey, God or whatever. Is it the same thing? Yes. It's all the right. same. So like, I thought that's what was really interesting um, because then like, you know, I've had qualms about like religion and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it seem kind of like a a machine outside of what was originally intended. Yeah, it is a machine. <laughs> it is. It is. And this is what I like. The reason why I'm kind of hesitant to really get into mm-hmm. talking about it is because I know this is something I need more knowledge on before I pass things along. Oh, yeah, you for sure. For but sure. On the outside, like the shadowy periphery, not shadowy, but like the thing I can't quite see clearly, mm-hmm. it is a machine it, and it's designed, religion is designed to fuel with energy, mm-hmm. negative and positive. But if you really, if you are religious, think, start thinking to yourself about 
what religion feels like to you on mm-hmm. a daily basis. On a daily basis, are you filled with peace and love and light? Or on a daily basis, are you constantly telling yourself you're never enough, you're never going to attain God and Jesus and all of those things? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the Bible teaches you'll never get there yeah. until you die. For me, that was my hyper-focus. That was is to keep that. you... That is to keep you fueling the machine right. with your self-deprecation and negative energy and all of that stuff that we were taught like this is the way it's supposed to be but people can have really cool religious experiences because i think they're tapping into that the real they're tapping into the real light and love i mean you're tapping it's all real yeah it's all real it's just the paradigm for which you filter it mm-hmm. is different for everybody yeah like that's where i'm like i'm not yeah far enough into my learning about the religion yeah to be able to clearly define with confidence what i'm talking about right right. it's still conspiracy in my head right now (laughs) (laughs) and i say all this like i normally say like you know if i get scared if something goes too far i'm always like dear god protect me (laughs) you know like i think that when you get further into this work, you will see that it is all like I can call on Rushna or Krishna, whatever, you know, an Indian God. And it's the same God as you're mm-hmm. calling on for Jesus. It's the same. Yeah. They're all the same. Um, Tell me a little bit about like more about your awakening and like what you were able to do and everything. So really it was as simple as me saying okay i i literally said out loud i said okay i accept that this is a part of me my heritage and i want to know and i open myself up to know but only to beings of light and love and for my betterment right now you know Mm -hmm. um I know that I'm supposed to know both sides, the light and dark. Um, But for right now, like just because I'm so new to this and I do know that it is all real and you can't open yourself up too far um, if you don't know what you're doing. Um, So that that goes along with saying the prayer of like, like, yeah, and blessing. So I just like said, I'm open with the filter. (laughs) Like I'm open (laughs) with the caveat. I'm open to what I need to receive is what kind of started things. And then throughout this week, all this information started flooding in. They call it downloads. Yeah. And my crown chakra buzzes and tingles and I get information. And And your crown chakra is basically your head. Yes. It's where you connect to the universe. So your crown chakra chakra is where Mm -hmm. you connect to the universe. Your root chakra is grounding you to the earth yeah that's important because once you get into this work and you start seeing the other side of things you don't want to stay here not that you don't you don't it's not that you want to commit suicide but you want to get done Mm -hmm. quicker so that you can move to the better places but how much is that like religion yeah like all of these things that i'm learning is so similar to what i learned in religion but it just makes sense now like it fits like religion never felt like the puzzle fit together Mm -hmm. like there's a piece that just doesn't jive with me yeah and this is like oh okay this makes sense yeah and the the, this 
is that we're all connected to this universal consciousness. It's all the souls, past, present, future. And there's teachers and guides and it's all there. And I know to some people listening uh, that tune in mainly for the spooky stories, this might sound like a lot of hokey stuff, but this, I mean, I've experienced some of these things myself. Um, Like whenever I went to go get my cards read, and the place was buzzing. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you describe that to somebody that doesn't, has never experienced that? You're just you like, you're like, no, the place was buzzing. Like, I felt electric. Well, when I paused earlier, <laughs> it's because I couldn't concentrate because my foot was buzzing. And yeah. I'm like, okay, like, I need to acknowledge this so I can concentrate. Right. They just became like aware of. It's not, she, you know, it's not, they just haven't had a lot of paranormal experiences. And she finds it so cool that she feels the buzzing in Mm -hmm. her crown chakra when she's getting information. Do you ever feel pressure at your third eye right here? Oh my goodness, yeah. Because I feel pressure there all the time. Um, I was reading the cards and I felt like there was a card that didn't make sense. And when I had flip that card over I had this huge almost blinding pounding right at my third eye Mm -hmm. and I was like oh this must be right like I thought it was a positive and it ended up it was like a it that was telling me I was wrong right so what like throughout the course of that basically I was able to interpret what that card really was and that it was a like a it was put in there to throw me off mm-hmm. to like see if I could filter it and figure, you know, intuitiveness, figure out what's going on. And when I did, and when I was able to like understand what that card really was and what it meant and stuff, it was like, I felt applause and happiness. Like I had mm-hmm. passed a test. And, right. Like, no, I don't hear all of that. I don't even really hear it in my head. It's a feeling mm-hmm. and a knowing right. that I have. And you can't shake it from me. Like, yeah, it, it's there. Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but I've never known before. You know me. Like, we've always. Like, yeah. How, how different do you see me and my confidence of this information? Right. Um, you're like exuding that energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that what the card said, too? Right. Yeah. All right, we'll take a short break and get right back into it after this. Okay. All right, welcome back. All right. So tell me a little bit about you were telling me about, uh, well, before we get into that, I was going to ask you about the Akashic Records. But before we get into that, um, what we were talking about before, do you think that's why me and you had like experiences with the paranormal uh growing up and stuff were we more open than the others or do you have an explanation for that so i think that so i am an absolute believer that um we're in a loop and we are reincarnated Mm -hmm. and i believe that basically you choose your life basically you know like there's lessons to learn Mm -hmm. so i feel like for us that because we weren't necessarily open and oppressed by certain religious stuff that the experiences we did have were like overflow 
because I think previously we're more enlightened. So I think the more enlightened you are, mm-hmm. that when you come back to learn lessons, like you're a little bit further. So I think when you come back again, mm-hmm. you're going to be even more in tune. So you may come back as a psychic and not have to find mm-hmm. paranormal, like, figure it out you know what i'm yeah, saying you yeah. might know already you might not have to remember as much as everybody else does mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah eventually everyone wakes up eventually but it could take millennia you know what i'm yeah. saying there's no time like time is you, i don't think you can really put time to it but yeah i think okay so you're saying basically that the reason we're open in this lifetime and since like mom was always like i don't know what happened to you when you were a child that you were able to see that stuff do you think it's because of a previous enlightenment like i got to a certain level of knowledge i think that could be an answer i don't have all the answer like i've not gone and asked that you know so i don't know for sure but i do think it i do know that it's connected i think it could be a factor and our bloodline is very important in that like Mm -hmm. your blood and the things that you can do and are passed on are important and i think their families and people i just think certain people have certain abilities because we're all meant to do different things for different people like we're supposed to bring different gifts and things so what you can do i may not be able to do Mm -hmm. and um i just think that the family and what you are capable of is connected. Yeah. That's my theory. Like, okay. That's something that, you know, I'll say when it's a theory and I'll say when it's like, no, I know this is yeah. what it is. Because <laughs> I know mom, like, you barely ever get a story out of mom, but every now and then she'll tell us that she's just as in tune with like seeing stuff as like I am. Yeah. And I think it's for her, like, I think there's overflow in things that we can't ignore. Like I could sit here, we could be like our other sister on page. She was like, none of this happens. Like I don't want to know. I mean, she knows it happens, but she doesn't want to know. And our mom doesn't want to know. Like I think there's just a factor of like, it's going to come through whether you want it to or not. But I think also people ignoring their true selves or why we're all depressed and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Let me take that back. There is definitely, our bodies are flawed and there's chemical things that cause depression too. Depression Mm -hmm. is not just, it's not that solely. So don't take that as like, if everybody gets enlightened, no one's depressed. No. Yeah. Being enlightened does not mean this life becomes all of a sudden easy. (laughs) Sunshine and roses. Or you have any answers. Like it's kind of a catch 22. You feel like you have the tools and the ability to go out and do these things and like live your best life now, but you're still going to have the same issue. You know what I'm saying? It's not the uh, fix all that it may sound like. Don't go off of your meds, people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't go off your meds. Definitely. (laughs) And take them on time. (laughs) Yes. Um, What was I going to say? It's just like the other day, whenever I was like, um, when we were talking about demons and stuff being attracted to like depression and all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, wait, (laughs) just because you're depressed doesn't mean you have a demon. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
it just feeds off of negativity and that lower energy right and there are chemical imbalances and so you can get into a slippery slope there and almost like religious fanatics um who are like not getting the cancer treatment because they know it's gonna go away you know what i'm saying like you can't really get too far into stuff if but that's why it's balance everything's balanced right and it's teaching you balance too you can't have all good with no dark yeah it's just not it's not reality right so definitely don't go off your meds (laughs) science is real people yes science is definitely real that is not Thing, but what you'll learn <laughs> is it's all it's not as separate as we think it is yeah i think one day we'll realize scientifically some of the stuff that we figure out spiritually too yeah definitely and like i believe this is just one existence and dimension i mm-hmm. think you go to others i think there's lots there's like infinity of lessons to learn you know yeah but you do get to the end. I do know that. Yeah. And you know, my, the con- like the conclusion to what I've learned and like the path that I'm on now is just that I'm on the right path and there are tools to make it a little bit better, but I still have to do the same suffering as everybody else is what we're here to do. The lessons we're here to learn. Um, so tell me a little bit about the Akashic Records. Akashic Records. I've never heard of the Akashic Records until two weeks ago, and now they're showing up everywhere. Not, I wouldn't say everywhere, but they're definitely, I didn't even, like, want to research it or acknowledge it until I had, um, basically, in my last Reiki session, um, we accessed the Akashic Records, and oh, my goodness. It's, like, the Akashic Records, you should definitely look up the Akasha. Every single culture in history has something about the Akashic Records. It's called the Book of Life in Baptist, Southern Baptist. It's that book at the end that God reads, except mm-hmm. you're the one that reads it. To yeah. your teachers and God. And they help you with the lessons you still need to learn mm-hmm. and help you figure out where you need to go to learn those lessons so basically you're reading it's a a record of your life it's a record of your life and it literally like we were taught in religion it Mm -hmm. is everything yeah akashic records holds all the soul's lives Mm -hmm. all the recorded history not only that it holds all the history for the earth Mm -hmm. you can do akashic record on a house you can go and find the history of the house that you're in Mm-hmm. through the akashic records the but akashic didn't you say you're only you're only supposed to access like your own kind of thing but that's for a soul yeah a house is not a soul gotcha a house is not going to reincarnate they're not going to move to another dimension they're stuck mm-hmm. here it, so it's not like important you know it's important mm-hmm. but it's not do you know where like spirits and stuff fit in this in this belief system it's all one you just got to think about it as like one source that Mm -hmm. branches off into an infinite amount of directions yeah and and there's still the creator the one Mm -hmm. and i don't want to go find out all that yet (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's there you can but 
Because that's Some what I would want to know. But this is the thing. In my research and stuff and, like, listening to people who do this on a regular basis, um, why? Is that – so, it, it, so yes, we're human and we want to know why in the beginning and who's in charge. Mm-hmm. Yes, we want to know that because we're curious. But is that going to help you on your journey of learning lessons and teaching in this life? knowing that information i don't know maybe no it's ego that wants to know that it's wanting to know something that nobody else knows and only you could have access to it right it's making you special (laughs) like we all want to be that egocentric (laughs) yes and so that's why it's there but it's not necessarily for you to know or access right that's why even in religious communities they're like Oh, I believe that. I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> but if you think about it, the Garden of Good and Evil, Eve, she got in trouble for accessing what? Knowledge. Knowledge that she didn't need to be accessing. Yeah. And her entire world changed. Right. Because of it. Yeah. All right. Let's take a short break and get right back at it after this. All right, so jumping right back into it. So we were talking a little bit, I started talking about the Akashic Records, and it's so vast, and the little, I have just an inkling of understanding of what it is based off an experience I had 48 hours ago, so I'm not an expert. (laughs) I say do your own research, and also in your research, just keep in mind, anytime you're doing these kind of things, like if someone says something's a certain kind of way and it does not set right with you, that's not your truth. That's not right for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, So if the Akashic Records mean something to me and it just doesn't quite sound right to you, mm-hmm. like, mm, I don't feel that, then don't feel it. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm right and you're wrong or you're right and I'm wrong or I don't know what I'm talking about. It's just that's not the truth to you right now you know what i'm saying that's not you don't have the information i got yeah if that makes sense so do your research don't just take what i have to say and like yeah on facebook it could be fake news i'm just joking i'm just joking but so the records i'd never heard of it i went to do a reiki session because after all this enlightenment and and knowledge i've gotten this week like i just felt like energy was pinging off every cell in my body and i needed a release which is reiki is perfect for energy release and i had been avoiding a lot of people that i know can see things and know things um and hiding because i didn't want anyone to know those deep dark things that if you think about yourself and are against society and stuff and you just gotta let go it's a lot I was hiding. Yeah. So I go and I tell my friend, I was like, I've been hiding from you. She's like, I know, but you always, I'm always the one that waits until it's about like the fever pitch. We need to call 911 before I go get myself taken (laughs) care of. So she, in talking to her, she was like, I think this is what we need to do for you. I was like, okay. So we did breath work and the easiest way, the fastest way to connect to the other side to your third eye and all of that is through breath work so it's Mm -hmm. important to know that breath work does not mean you're accessing the akashic records right necessarily um 
breath work is something is able to tune in to that universal consciousness, like mm-hmm. that paranormal psychic stuff. You know? Yeah. Um, it's really uncomfortable, the breath work. So you're breathing, you're doing exaggerated breathing just up in your chest mm-hmm. and your mouth is open for 10 minutes. Uh. And as you're doing it, you're like releasing anything that pops up, like anger, self-loathing, like all of these things that you're um, struggling with need to let go, start popping up and you breathe it out. And it's really um, uncomfortable. It's awkward. But what, you know, my Reiki person was telling me like, yes, breathing, we don't like to do it. How many times have you been in a bad situation where you're like, someone tells you breathe, take a breath. We don't want to breathe because breathing means we're feeling and we don't feel those negative, those uncomfortable things. We don't like it. We don't want to do it. Yeah. Like I know nine times out of 10, I'm going to be like, I don't want to feel that negative emotion. So when I started doing the breath work with her, like she did it with me um, and she was guiding me through it. And my, the thought that came was like, this is going to be the way I have to do things all the time. Cause I hate it. <laughs> like, this is like something that I'm going to loathe. And it is like, I've tried several times to do some breath work this weekend and I just have it. Like I start and I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I don't want to do it. I mean, that's probably for a purpose. It so is. you're not playing with some stuff. Like I know I wouldn't access it if that was annoying you know yeah but you like if you want to tune in and if you really want genuine answers without doubt Mm -hmm. without um second guessing yourself like is this ego or is this real Mm -hmm. you're gonna have to do the work whatever the work is it may not be breath work for you for me it's breath work but breath work is ancient there's a lot of it out there and it is the quickest way to access that higher self, that higher consciousness. Um, so in, before we did the breath work, we, she had said, we're going to do breath work, but in that we're going to be accessing the Akashic records, Mm -hmm. like get you some answers, some clarity, because I went and my intention was I needed clarity and release is what I needed. Cause I was Mm -hmm. just having so much come in and I was like, I can't, I'm exhausted. I can't take it all. And, um, so we did the pathway prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a sacred pathway prayer and it is like, there's many different ways to access the Akashic records, but this is the surefire you're going to the records kind of thing. Um, so it's a prayer you say, and you're calling on God, like God, (laughs) you say God. Yeah. (laughs) So that's where it's like God is the same no matter yeah what. Um, so you just basically call and you just ask if you can access yours. And before we did the breath work, then we started doing the breath work. And in the beginning, it felt more like the Reiki, like I'm releasing guilt mm-hmm. and all this inner stuff that I've been, I hold on to depression. I release religion. Like I breathe it out and you're like taking these, deep hardcore breath and like blowing and it's starting to feel good like you're starting to feel better mm-hmm. and there are things that yeah i breathed it out it's still there it's yeah. less though yeah it feels less 
it's like I a couple more times of this, and I'm gonna be rid of it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And um so while I was laying there, in and even with Reiki, you're gonna cry or laugh or like all these emotions come out. Mm -hmm. And I know that and you have to be open to just being vulnerable and trusting the person that's in the other room is not going to, they're not judging you. Right. And that's hard. Like ego doesn't want that. Ego doesn't want us to like be vulnerable and crying and snotting all over the place in front of people. Right. Um, so I'm laying there and I got through the 10 minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> finally. And she's like, breathe normal. And I fought it. Like there were several times she's like, no, you're not breathing deep enough. Like that's why you need a coach too yeah. when you're just getting started. Um, Cause I know eventually I'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I don't right now. Right. Um, but then I, it was almost like I went somewhere else. Yeah. Like, that it was definitely, I was here and I knew I was here and I was aware of here, but I was in a happy place. Like I was in a warm, I don't know. It was like a shadow. It, it sounds not all black and stuff is bad. Yeah. So me saying shadow lands is mm-hmm. if your initial reaction is bad, it's religion. That's causing that initial yeah. reaction. Um, so it was like a shadowy, warm, mystical place like some people see a full-on library when they mm-hmm. go to their records like i saw this place that this is my path mm-hmm. um i asked for clarity i started getting it like i kind of got an overview like an orientation it, orientation is exactly what i called it yeah um, i got an orientation to the akashic records and what i'm supposed to be doing with my life because that's where you go to find that stuff out yeah so I know that I was, I got the information that I'm going to be doing Akashic records for people, like helping them read it and guiding them through that. Like I'm going to be getting messages. I'm a conduit. I, all this week I've bought things that were not for me Mm -hmm. and given them away to whoever I was told to give it away. Yeah. It's the same. I keep bringing religion into this because it's so parallel so, you know, have you ever heard the preacher say, the, I was told by God to give that missionary that money and mm-hmm. I did and I was blessed. It's the same. It's the same I'm doing here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. the same. Right. Anyway. Um, so I got that information. I got the quit doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. These feelings, these visions, the dreams, all of this stuff is real and you've done it before. You're just remembering yeah how to do it and basically this is like this resonated on a level like this gave okay so you know how and here we go with religion we're definitely gonna have to do a religious <laughs> podcast um so you know how there's the whole um am i saved or not in yeah religion. and there's that they address the doubt of your salvation but not one person I have ever listened to gave me a definitive enough answer to answer the question why I didn't feel safe. Yeah. Not one. Right. I know with 100% confidence and peace that the Akashic records are real and what I know is real. Yeah. And 
it's crazy. Like it's a, a piece that passes all understanding. Like yeah. I know I use a lot of like this terminology because that's what I grew up with <laughs> and it's easy and it's relatable. It's hard to get rid of. <laughs> it is, but it explains it very well. Yeah. You know, and it's all interrelated. So yeah, it's going to come up, but it was really cool to get that piece and that, confidence like i literally how was i looking at you when i first saw you when you came in <laughs> and you were like what's wrong with you? like you were smiling like... and i was like i just know so much and it's gonna be so good <laughs> it's gonna get so much better but i also got the message like you're gonna help your brother see these things mm -hmm. but he's not ready yet and then how you know i couldn't contain myself in our conversations and you know you're like resistant but for yeah. all reasons yeah, most of my most of my listeners know I'm very I'm like a skeptical believer. Like I want to know a scientific explanation that was possible for what I saw spiritually or something. Um, and I'm also afraid of dabbling too deep and getting in over my head. So that's my like religious upbringing coming out, being like, careful, careful, you'll get burned. But it's also that way because you haven't sought the sought out the people who can help you yeah you know what true, i'm saying true. like and when you do seek those people out you turn them off when they try yeah i have opened myself up several times and then it, when it gets scary i shut it down <laughs> yeah but it's scary because you're not you're navigating on your own yeah and if you think about it you're navigating a universal world that's not seen to oh, very many people yeah that's huge and that would be scary and trying to figure that out on your own is very much it's like impossible oh i should not be doing this and you shouldn't you should not be doing <laughs> it on your own but it's the same way it's the same concept as someone um a religious person exercising a demon mm -hmm. they prepare themselves they've done the work like they do these things they've had guidance to go mm -hmm. do that you know work like you gotta that's my lesson for this week. You got to do the work. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like to do the work. Oh, same. I hate the work. <laughs> and and really, when I did that last session, I was like, and I said it out loud. I was like, breath work is going to be the thing I have to do all the time, isn't it? And she started laughing. I was like, it's because I hate it right now that I'm going to have to do this a million times until I don't hate it. I already know. <laughs> I mean, this has been really fascinating definitely something i'm gonna be following up on um but i mean just hearing about all of these enlightenments and stories and stuff um you know it's just been fascinating so uh do you have anything else before we go today um just know like i know i probably sound crazy with this stuff but do your own research you know Figure it out. Like, don't take my word for it. Go find it out for yourself. And don't be afraid to look. Like, always protect yourself. Ask for your guardians and angels. Angels are real. You know, they are real. And their job is to be protectors of us. So call on them and protect yourself and do it gingerly. Like, step in with respect. <laughs> yeah. It's not a parlor trick or game. Yeah, that's one thing that I've realized through my dreams and stuff is I've been told several times this isn't for a show. Yeah. You know. And when you just realize that enlightenment and 
being able to see things that other people can't see as far as like truth and the future and the past and all this stuff does not make your life all of a sudden i'm not about to be a millionaire <laughs> celebrity living my best life that is not about to happen right <laughs> so this is not like a fix your life quick no and it, it's not like a a secret that's all of a sudden gonna make me you know different than what i am already right <laughs> you know it enhances it's not gonna i think it, it fills in some blanks it definitely does like I'm excited to work in the in the Akashic Records, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I'm super excited to go, but also, you know, there's that excitement of, and I'm not meant to know everything. So mm-hmm. calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thanks for being here today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, it wasn't that far of a travel. All <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so basically, um, that was my sister talking to us about kind of some enlightenment awakening that she's had recently. Um, if you want to follow us on Facebook, we're at Paranormal Stories. Uh, Spooky Shiz is in parentheses. Um, follow us on Facebook. That's the group. If you have any spooky stories or any family heritage or want to follow up on this particular podcast, uh, reach out to us through the Facebook page. You can post your questions or stories to the page or you can message me privately to remain anonymous all right that's it for today um stay spooky my friends